As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. Oh, please. You're too kind. Welcome to our Christmas Day special from Santa's Grotto here in East London. Yes, you've watched the Queen's speech and a rerun of It's a Wonderful Life. You're full of food and booze and you're wondering how to fill the long hours before the final episode of Downton Abbey. <laughs> I know. Will Lady Edith ever find happiness? <laughs> well, for an hour, you can forget all that nonsense and concentrate on the football. Yes, we've come bearing gifts. There they are. No gold or frankincense, unfortunately, but we do have a lot of myrrh. Not now. Uh, <laughs> this week, we'll be talking about the craziest Premier League season in living memory. Leicester are top of the Premier League at Christmas, and the team that are top at Christmas have gone on to win the league five times out of the last six. Now, personally, I still don't think they'll win it, but most pundits agree that if they're still top on the 15th of May, they're in with a very, very good chance. <laughs> <laughs> at Manchester United, things are falling apart for Louis van Gaal after his football philosophy of making his team so dull that opposition teams just drift off for a bit <laughs> doesn't seem to be working. Uh, luckily, until this week, no other big-time manager was available, but hang on. Waiting in the wings and waggling his rear end like a cat on heat is Jose Mourinho. Yes, at the soap opera that is Chelsea, the Grinch that stole Christmas had to go. <laughs> he had to go, didn't he? After he lost the dressing room, the medical staff, the boardroom, the stewards, the tea ladies and the people who collect the bins. <laughs> they said to Roman Abramovich, what are you having for Christmas dinner? And he said, I think we'll have a goose this year. <laughs> That's Goose Hiddink, by the way. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the festive football is on! <laughs> Now, we've got some good stuff coming up later in the show. I'll be having a chat with none other than Mr Eddie Izzard. Whoa! Yes, indeed. And I'm joined on the panel this week by two fine conveyors of Christmas comedy. It's Ellis James and Matt Lucas. How good is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
And over there, over there, with his people, it's Santa's little helper. It's Keith Dover, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. Hello, mate. So, it may be Christmas, but the usual rules apply. I'll give out the points based on who makes me ho-ho-ho the most. <laughs> <laughs> now, we'll get on Matt. Uh, Arsenal fan, big Arsenal fan. Yes. We spoke on Monday before the get there. He is. I like the Arsenal jumper. That's yes. And I, you know what I like about that? Go I like on. it's understated. It is. But this belly is rather overstated. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas. It's a Christmas pudding here. <laughs> uh, now, big Arsenal fan. Yes. Uh, went to the game on Monday. Enjoyed it. I'm assuming. I did. Yes. Was, and going to the the game tomorrow as well. Yeah. Look, please don't rob my house. Um, uh, <laughs> very much tomorrow. Yes, please yes. don't rob Matt's yes, house. Yes, <laughs> There's not much in this. There's some crisps in there. There's not much left. And uh, Christmas... Day, well, Boxing Day fixtures. Yeah. It used to be... Uh, it used to be Arsenal-Tottenham, didn't it, really? That was a... We will fight forevermore because, because of, of Boxing, Boxing Day. Day. That's right, hot now here, the Angels sing. And, and Swansea, who did they? Did they play a local... Uh, we did. Local we have played Cardiff, Bristol clubs, although then that stopped... And in my memory, it tends to be clubs that aren't quite far enough to be a derby sort of game. So Kidderminster Harriers is the one I'll always... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Singing loads of song, cause they're, they're songs, because the catering at Kidderminster Harriers is brilliant. Best pies. Best pies. Yeah. I don't know why I said that to you, but best pies... <laughs> <laughs> Came for the sorry, just, just the way it worked out. <laughs> he bought it up. Best pies in the Premier League. Oh, sorry, in the uh, in the football. I league. remember singing uh, singing songs about how good their soup was. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> minutes, game was quite boring. And I, I was chatting to a Kidderminster fan after the game, and I went, I can't believe you've got pasta. And he went, Haven't you got pasta in Swansea? And I was like, Yeah, we got it in Swansea. We just, <laughs> sort of, just just not at the football. What that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Premier League footballers on Christmas Day, I mean, I've heard what they do is they have Christmas dinner with a family and then they just they go and stay in a hotel. It must yeah. be a bit depressing, don't you yeah. think? Like a holiday inn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, there are a number of other hotels available <laughs> if you choose. So it's Sesquibrigas, Lenny Henry. <laughs> Lenny Hen no, not Lenny Henry, Ainsley Harriet. Ainsley Harriet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> always get them mixed up. Uh, uh, no one else plays over the Christmas period, do they? No, no but years ago they used to play games on Christmas Day. They the did afternoon. as well. Yeah. They did, and and yeah. obviously it's difficult for the away fans or even the home fans because there's no transport. I at know all. that's a really weird thing. Arsenal tomorrow are at uh, Southampton. Southampton. How'd you get there and how'd you get back? Train. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a man who's not used a lot of public transport in a while. How uh, dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I got on a bus in 1992. <laughs> Can you still jump on and off? Um, then it's true, actually, the tradition of playing football over the Christmas period started in the trenches in 1914, when a combined British Isles 11 took on the Germans. Uh, and even though the Germans were in the middle of a Christmas break, they still won 3-2 <laughs> after extra time. <laughs> Yeah, and even though the pitch contained a number of large bomb craters, it was still in better condition than a baseball ground in the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> That's one for the kids there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give the points for that round, and I'm going to give the points for that round to Matt Lucas, ladies and gentlemen. Why? I think that's I think that's very patronising. You basically insulted me with jokes about pies. Felt guilty. <laughs> gave me the points. Didn't really. It wasn't even a quiz question, so I don't even know why there are points. <laughs> and because he's upset, be... another point to Matt Lucas. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 As 
we said, as we said, the season so far has been possibly the most ludicrous ever. Leicester are top, Crystal Palace and Watford are in the top seven and Chelsea are 15th. Definitely a case of the have-nots being better than the haves. Although in the Premier League, have-not is, of course, a relative term. The owner of Leicester City being a Thai businessman worth a mere $2 billion. <laughs> now, I would have said his name, uh, but I, 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 I couldn't, actually. There it is. Have a look on the screen. Uh, <laughs> have a go. If you can get that, I can't. Um, Ellis, we've come a long way since your local self-made businessman took yeah. over a club. It's like Franny Lee uh, made all his money in toilet rolls, didn't he? He, he did? Took over Man City. Is that right? Through the toilet roll business, whereas yeah. now but even the toilet roll business would not be enough. Yeah, no, I mean, you'd need to sell trillions of toilet rolls for centuries to make <laughs> enough money to buy <laughs> I like the way Leicester you've, City. You've worked that out. As well, well, yeah, you know, yeah. sort of toilet roll guy I am. <laughs> I mean, the actual season. People always need a poo. They That's do. true. <laughs> <laughs> Especially around Christmas time when there's a lot of overeating. No, I'm yeah. a celebrity, I don't do them, but a lot of people... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do. You have people who do it for I you. I have people who do it for you me, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm in that weird middle ground where I do it, but I'm very ashamed of it. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about the football for a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Leicester, let's start with Leicester City. Is it, uh, it's a beautiful story, and I, and I will say, as an Arsenal fan, it will continue to be a beautiful story until about five games in the end if they're still top. Yeah. And I'll think, hang on a minute, we can't finish above Man City, Man United, Liverpool and Chelsea and go second to Leicester. Like, that would de be depressing. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm a proper gooner, but there is a part of me that would quite like to see Leicester win the league. Now. Next season. <laughs> no, this, well, why, well, why, why? Because this is our one chance, oh, I see what you mean. is what I'm thinking. I, I mean, I know what, you know what, I know what you I mean. I love Arsenal, I love them more than even penises, but I, I just... <laughs> I, I would just quite like to... It's the story. It's Leicester. It's Leicester. They've already had their Christmas lunch. It's fine. It's all right. It's 7.30, Leicester. it's fine. It's Leicester... I mean, where they were a year ago. It's hard for people to concentrate at this point. Yeah, well, I but was, you know what? I was thinking the penises anyway, so oh, I've right, adapted. Okay. Leicester it's hard, I mean, they were a year ago... They were, it looked like they were dead set to go down. I mean, well, that was a point. A yeah, Nigel tale. Pearson sort of rested on the touchline. Yeah. They that. were bottom last Christmas. They yeah. were bottom of the table last Christmas. And, and now and, they're top. And who won the league last year? <laughs> well, it's not quite the same. Chelsea are 15th currently. And we will talk, of course, more fully about Bring Chelsea. It on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know people are looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, Leicester were bottom last year. And how much credit does Nigel Pearson take, do you think, for this? I mean, he hasn't been offered another job. Um, well, he is, he's got a cage fight against Conor McGregor. Next <laughs> uh, I think that could go either way, to be honest. Um, but why, why how much he, credit does he get? He sort of performed a miracle back end of last season. Yeah, he did. You um, know, kept them up and all that sort of stuff. Then he loses his job to Ranieri. And now they're top... I mean, it looks like Ranieri's the greatest managerial appointment of all time, isn't it? Because Gary Lineker said that he... Oh, not, not our ideal appointment. He was a bit sniffy about him. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he's obviously a le big Leicester fan. And now everyone's looking at Ranieri going... Wow, he's... Why doesn't he really take over at Bayern Munich? <laughs> well, he might get an amazing job at some point soon. And, by the way, can we also talk about Watford and, and Crystal Palace? Watford, I mean, are you enjoying... I watched it's Watford the other day. sort of mid-80s look to the table, isn't it, mm. Watford being good? It's like sort of... It's like when Elton John was chairman. It's just been quite sort of heartwarming about... Well, isn't it nice that it's not just about the money? Isn't it? That, that's yeah. quite, quite pleasant. And I hate it when fans of other sports go, yeah, but football is the same big four every year, blah, blah, blah. You can't break into that big four. That's why it's such a rubbish game. 
Watford, Bournemouth are doing really well. Yeah. Norwich. 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 They are doing well. Palace. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very exciting. What if Vardy leaves? What if Vardy goes or, or Mares goes? Hey, why would you? Why would you? I don't know. Maybe £50,000 a week extra. That's a... So it's worth... Uh, I mean, this is, for instance, why Swansea got rid of Gary Monk, which I, I think two or three years ago, if they'd been in this position, they probably wouldn't have got rid of Gary Monk. No, but, but with now... this new money coming into the game from... From this, you know, from televised football. Uh, thank you, being, BT. Being, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> being in the Premiership, yeah. even the bottom, yeah. is staying in the Premiership is worth £120 million pounds per season. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I guess Gary Monk that's had why, to go because yeah, of the we'll risk, talk, we'll talk the risk of going down. Of right? course. So, so if everybody's getting £120 million just for being, just for turning up, yeah. then they can afford to pay Vardy the extra money. I can't they can match. He's got, he's got Arsenal pay rise. I, also, I think he's earned it so yeah, far. I also year. cannot wait for some of that money to come into comedy. For me to earn 120 million just for turning up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going to be uh, big, it's going to be sweet. Uh, the actually, big moment, the big moment, I think, that uh, uh, was when Stones didn't go to, to Chelsea. Chelsea. He went, I yeah. don't, I don't need it. And that was that was a, a big big shift in the game because a club of Everton's stature in the past would not have been able. They couldn't to resist. To resist the money and John Stone, you could you couldn't keep him at the club no, in the past, no. but that was a massive change. Very positive. The topsy turvy nature of this season could have untold consequences. Next season, Leicester could find themselves running out of the Bernabeu. Watford could be hosting Lionel Messi and Barcelona, and Chelsea could be having three great local derbies with Fulham, QPR, and Brentford in the Championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. Sometimes I just love this job. Uh, I'm going to give the points to that round, and I'm going to give the points to Ellis James, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. You're happy can now. I, can I now say <laughs> that's because I mentioned penis? That's homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't win that round. Yeah, that was exactly. Right. <laughs> 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 can I also say that? I am I right in thinking that Bernabeu was wrongly spelt on the autocue? Was that to help you with the pronunciation? Uh, <laughs> First of all, <laughs> so first of all, it's not pronunciation, it's pronunciation. Oh, it's pronunciation. <laughs> yes, OK. Come on. Come on. Yes, thank you hand. very much. <laughs> now, all normally... Right, first of all, what's second of all? <laughs> there is no second yeah, right, of all. Okay. Normally, at Christmas, there are three wise men bearing gifts, but it's a busy time of year for wise men. So we've got Keith Dover, man of the people! Hey! Hey! Keith, I'm told uh, this week you've got a scheme to increase the tension at football. Right. Well, you know penalty shootouts are very tense, I know them, aren't they? Yeah. They're up there sort of number 10 of tension. Well, I can crank that up to number 11. Right. Right. Now, this is my idea, right? And it's, this is bona fide, right? No silly lions, no flames or minefields scattered on the pitch. <laughs> right? This, this... No minefields, right. Keith. Okay. It's political correctness gone, gone mad. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this, is, this, this will work, right? Go on. Now, every Premier League club or any club in any division, right, gets to play their joker three times. Now, they can only do this at home. Now, should they play their joker? Let's say we'll take Monday night. Arsenal have just beaten Manchester City three points in the bag. Yeah. But we decide to play our joker where we have a penalty shootout. If we win the penalty shootout, we get an extra three bonus points. Should we not, we lose all the points and Manchester City get three points. I like... You know what? I'm liking this idea. It sort of comes down to which team has the most Germans in it. Of course. <laughs> Essentially. Well, 
We have a, you know, Pretty we've much. got a couple, so that gives us... We've got a couple, start. Arsenal are doing OK. But, you know, there's teams, you know, let's say, for instance, you get the final few games of the season, there's a club that's looking like getting relegated, possibly Chelsea. They could use their free jo their joker three times. Yeah. Right? Or I like the idea of Chelsea's three jokers being Hazard, Costa and Fabregas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might work. I mean, yeah. imagine, you know, you, you, you've got to decide at the end of the game. You've got, you've got to win it first. You've got to win the I game. I get that. And then yeah. you can play your jokers. I like... What, what do you think of the whole Jeopardy idea, Ellis? <laughs> this, by the way, that, that reaction is often the reaction Keith gets. I mean... Uh, right. <laughs> OK. So I come to the going yeah, back? Yeah, Hang on, we haven't got Dave Johns back again, have we? <laughs> no, no, just because I'm trying to work out... Well, games are going to last a lot longer. Yeah. No, it's a penalty shootout. It's another That's five minutes. That's true. All right, it's another five minutes. I mean, you make it sound like a penalty shootout is very, very quick. I mean, well, my... it is quick. Yeah, my memory of them is pretty... There's a lot of tension and... Yeah. All right, then. It's just gonna... it's a little bit... It's a little bit complicated. <laughs> not really. No, it's not. It's a penalty shootout. We just go, right, OK, we've got our three points, but let's get... Let's be greedy. Let's get another three. Right, penalty shootout. Bang, what have we got to lose? It's a double or quits yeah, idea, double, isn't yeah. it, really? Yeah. I think it's peculiar, and by that I conclude you're peculiar. Because <laughs> 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 what you're saying is you take I... the risk, you'd, be wi you'd win the game... And then you'd play your joker, and then if you lose the shootout, do you lose your original three you points? You do. Absolutely, well, You do, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's, a, do that, it's a massive risk, isn't it? After Monday night, can you imagine if we all cheered and then yeah. suddenly we went, oh, 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 really? I mean, then you'd be, that would be really worrying. But imagine if you got the six points. That's you'd... very... That's... That's... that's um... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's strange. No, I don't. Yeah. No, we're not feeling it down here, Keith. I'm well, sorry. I, well, I, so these people do. Do you all agree with me? No, no, no. 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 Apparently oh, they don't. Judas. I don't know. Keith. Like, oh, all right. oh, <laughs> I've, I've come up with an idea just as good. Let's swap the ball for an egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that could work. Yeah. I really <laughs> think that could work. The score is currently 2 1 to Matt. Now, it couldn't go on. Like Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, the second marriage of Roman Abramovich and Jose Mourinho ended in front of the world's media in a painful and messy divorce. <laughs> it did. Jose packed up his stuff and said a tearful goodbye to the kids. Not all of them, obviously. He couldn't wait to see the back of Eden Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> the questions are, will Jose move back to his parents or into a bedsit in Streatham? Or perhaps Manchester, but we'll come to that. Uh, Matt, it was inevitable, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I think he just... It, it was, it was it, like Greek tragedy, wasn't it? He just watched this man sort of, like, sort of write his own demise. Well, I, I must say, I'm not totally up on Greek tragedy. Well, nor am I, but it made me sound clever. <laughs> yeah, it did. So That's I'm what people have been saying. I mean, it's I like just, a Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I just thought... I'm he not flew too it. close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was like a... a Another kind of tragedy. Welsh tragedy. A Welsh tragedy, yeah. Tragedy, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think. I thought, what are Welsh tragedy. tragedies? What other tragedies are there? Greek, yeah. Roman... Arsenal, back off. <laughs> Funny heckle. That's good. Never heckle again, OK? You'll never top that. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, he wasn't... Yeah. He wasn't... Well, all right, he called himself the special one, but he threw his toys out the pram before the season started, didn't he? I mean, he, he wanted to buy John Stones. They couldn't get him. Yeah. He wanted to buy Paul Pod, but that was never going to happen. Then it all kicked off. They flew to Australia for a pre-season yeah. tour. Bonkers, or yeah. straight after the last season. Yeah. Then they went to Thailand. And they had two weeks extra off, didn't they? Yeah, they didn't do pre-season. They had the doctor, the ball boys, the referees. I mean, it's amazing it lasted as long as it did. But he's got such an amazing record. You can't just sack him after 
five or six bad games, can you? That's well, it was 16 bad yeah, games. Yeah, 16 bad games. <laughs> I think after 16 bad games, you can actually sack him. What was the, what was the point for you? Which was the bit which you thought he's, he's losing the plot? Um, it was that... Uh, that it, was, it was like an 11-minute rant or a seven-minute rant. Was it after the game against... Not Leicester. Yeah, it? someone no, that he lost it, to. Swansea? Was it, who was it? It was after the game against... West Ham might have been. It was a, yeah, it was a Saturday night sort of 5.30 kickoff. Yeah. And um, he did like a, He said, OK, well, I've been thinking. And then he did this sort of seven, ten-minute yeah. speech. It, it was a bit Kevin Keegan, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Losing, losing he started blaming his players, which was weird, because he's well, never he, done that. No, one blaming his players, and the, the best one saying, well, they're not that good, the players. Yeah. And made them great. <laughs> yeah, it's mental. I know, yeah. I know. I, yeah. I, I mean, I made them brilliant, and now they can't be as brilliant as I made them last year. So that's life. And you're thinking... No, no. I mean, Jose is currently at a loose end. Uh, we were wondering here at the Football Zone what jobs he could do to fill his spare time. Uh, I mean, it's always a difficult time of the year for people, so perhaps he could volunteer for the Samaritans. you <laughs> <laughs> think? Jose's a man who is known as a good listener. Uh, hello, hello, Samaritans. What, what, you think uh, you've got problems? Everyone's against me. Get over yourself. <laughs> I know, it was almost like he was in the room, wasn't it, there? Uh, yes. <laughs> he's Arab, yes, he is, actually, from the Middle East. He could be peace envoy to the Middle East, because uh, they need a calming presence over there. Or there's, uh, or there's currently a vacancy at FIFA. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is. Any suggestions for what Jose could do well, while he's in this little sabbatical? Sort of people, they do odd things when they retire and take sabbaticals. Like, you could go travelling, like a sort of 20-year-old. <laughs> you could go put a backpack on. Tie-dyeing, yeah. <laughs> sort of take loads of pills on the beach and all that sort of stuff. But um, I think, I don't know, flower arranging, something completely different. Flower arranging? Yeah, but like, it would be really moody. In right. Interflora, so what's her birthday? Yes. <laughs> oh, God, yep, <yeah>, just boo! <laughs> I can imagine. I think he should just go and learn some manners and just come back to the Premiership with a bit of a better attitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah! Yes! I think it's toxic. Okay. I think it's toxic. No, it's toxic. I would rather Arsenal didn't win the league than Mourinho was our manager. Well, I, you I said this. I can't bear him. I think he's a blight. I think the teams play unimaginative football when he's there. He has a head start, because he's, he's at those clubs where he has loads of money. You know where the points are going now, horrible. by the way, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, You're getting it back here. Oh, sorry, right. there's no, no talking after that. The points go to Matt Lucas, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> of course they do. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> of course, one of the jobs that may become available quite soon is the one at Old Trafford. Louis van Gaal is under more pressure than Tim Peake going out for a Christmas walk without his spacesuit on. <laughs> <laughs> Not that funny, but topical. Uh, Ellis, I know everyone's talking about Mourinho being the Man United job, but do you think it's time for a Welshman to take over at Man United? I'm talking about Tony Pulis, obviously. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the one for a relegation fight, and they could be down there. He absolutely is. I love the fact he's such a tracksuit manager, isn't he? he Tony Pulis, yeah, he is. He looks so stupid in any clothing that isn't a tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> I've so never like seen someone... Tony Pulis in a suit. No, exactly. Can you imagine him at, like, at his wedding? He's walking down, he's got a baseball <laughs> cap on. <laughs> what? And, he's... <laughs> and a bib. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am a bib. Well, yeah, the players wear... Yeah, like, like an Adidas. So no, I didn't mean... A, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean... A, I was thinking um, he can't eat properly. <laughs> no, I'm not... He's got I'm, food all over yeah, his no. face. <laughs> I'm not, not a bib to catch the rust. No. A Sorry, bib I'm, like a player's... Yes, I understand bib. now. Yeah. That cake's nice. Uh, Tony. <laughs> Wayne Rooney. We yeah. ask him, wait, right, has he gone? Yes. 
He's gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I hear, it's weird though because when I talk to ex-players, they don't like to hear this stuff. But whenever I talk to anyone else, they go, "Yeah, it's 14 years at the top. He's, he can't run anymore. His legs are knackered, I think." Now. Bed blocking is yeah. essentially what it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sort of like that, isn't it? Go home, Wayne. Go home. Yeah. Go and be with your family. I mean, I've lost a yard apiece at Tuesday night five aside. I mean, but I have been playing at the top for 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing with for Admiral Insurance. Yeah, we got uh, we got a photo uh, <laughs> Admiral Insurance. There's Joe Sam Van Gaal. It was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't That's it? That's really? like a, um, a poster to a, like a love movie between the two. Yeah, <laughs> a film where they kiss. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, how Lovely. sweet. Now, imagine let's just imagine that for a moment. how intense Mourinho is in between the shots. Let's not, yeah. No, I, I, um, Manchester United have sold... Imagine Mourinho Man no, between the shots. Let's yeah. not. Manchester United have, uh, have sold um, Hernandez. They've yeah. sold uh, uh, Chicharito. They've sold Di Maria. Mm. Um, I mean, and they've got, at the moment, Wayne Rooney is sort of chugging about, and, and that's it, as far as I can tell. Yeah, Van Persie went, didn't he? Van Persie yeah. went, and that was very sad. I think we all felt really oh, bad about that. so sad to see his decline. <laughs> yeah, the little boy inside of him said he'd like to be on the reserve bench in Turkey. <laughs> oh, what they... <laughs> um, what, they've, what they've started doing now, Man United players, when they're losing, they're looking over at Van Hal and actually going... Yeah. Well, I don't know what to do. Insurrection, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Insurrection is great. Uh, I'm going to give out the, uh, the points for that round. It's a bit of a tight one this time. But uh, I think I'm going to give the points to Matt Lucas, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. There it goes. Right. Uh, as, it's, uh, as it's Christmas, people like to play games. Uh, now, we haven't got enough time for risk. And we would have played Pin the Tail on the Donkey, but we couldn't persuade Man City centre-half to come in this evening. <laughs> So, what we're going to do, we're going to have a little quiz. Uh, I've got some questions here. Let's have a look. Christmas quiz, number one. All right, uh, you can just uh, give me some answers if you get them. Right. Who's got the most clean sheets in the Premier League this season? Do we know? Pe is it Petr Cech? It's not Petr Cech. Uh, it's a good effort. Do we know? It's Money United. It's no, no. Petr Cech is not, uh, it's not David De Gea either. Neither of you know. Do you know who it is? It's Aurelio Gomez. Oh, is it? It's yeah. Aurelio Gomez. Rejected by Spurs and now doing wonders uh, for Watford. Who scored the first ever hat-trick in Premier League history? Do we know um, that? I'll take a guess at Shearer. No, it's not Shearer. No, it's not. Ellis? Sheringham. No, it's not Sheringham. It's not anyone beginning with shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Eric Cantona for Leeds against Spurs. And... Um, <laughs> third one. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was the highest scoring match in Premier League history? Do we have any idea? Oh, 7-2 when Sheffield Wednesday lost. No, uh, but you got the first bit right. Oh, was it... Um, oh, 28-63. Oh, no. uh, yes! Uh, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Wasn't it um, Ipswich losing 9-0 to United? No, Portsmouth beat Reading 7-4 in 2007. Wow. 11 goals. Wow. Not that, not that impressive, really. Uh, <laughs> uh, no points there at all. Now, when it comes to... We ball, don't need them, we don't want them, we don't care. <laughs> We're not taking this seriously at all. No, I've just been Millwall about it. <laughs> been Millwall. Now, when it comes to poor performance, all things are relative. Manchester United may be having their worst season for years, or at least since David Moyes was in charge, but they're currently fifth in the Premier League. Swansea, on the other hand, are in the relegation zone and in danger of renewing their acquaintance with Cardiff City in the Championship. <laughs> A prospect I'm sure police in Wales are delighted about. <laughs> <laughs> now... Ellis says he's a Swansea fan, but the thing is, we all know people who claim to be Swansea fans purely for the reflected <laughs> glory. 
<laughs> so we thought we'd ask him a couple of questions just to see how deep it goes. Uh, let's have a look there. We've got some Swansea questions for you. Right. Uh, you, might, you might be a slight disadvantage with this bit. Why is that? Because it's about Swansea. Well, no, I, I, I probably will know the answers. OK. <laughs> well, well, I'll ask you both. Swansea's, Swansea's first ground was the Vetchfield, but what was it before? Uh, we know um, it was before? is Welsh for, like, scrubland, so it was a bit in the centre of town that wasn't good enough for farm, farming. <laughs> well, it's sort of right. It was actually... Vetch was one of the first ever domesticated crop. Yes, it's broad like a, beans are part of the Vetch family. It's like a weird grass you can't do very much with. There's Ooh, also Jewish broad beans in <laughs> 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 uh, All right, uh, do you get, I'll give you a point for that one. That's pretty pretty good. Uh, Swansea were relegated in 1996. They had four managers. Can we yeah. name them? Kevin Cullis. Yes, Kevin Cullis, who had previously managed a youth team. Cradley Town youth team. Yeah, and, and he was so teams. bad at his team talks that a couple of the players kicked him out at half time and said, You're a youth team manager. Yes. And he Get out. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay. Any uh, others? Uh, Jimmy Rimmer. Jimmy Rimmer, ex Arsenal goalkeeper, he used to leave his teeth in the goal mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He did. He did leave his teeth in at that. Times have changed, haven't they now? <laughs> They'd be worth 30 grand out. He wouldn't want to leave them there. Uh, Jan Mulby. Yes. And uh, Bobby Smith. You're weird. Yes. How do you know that? Uh, all right, I'll give him a point for that one. Uh, well, I, right. I would bloody think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got all four answers yes, right. Yeah. I'll give you that. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Who won the last ever Southwood? Yeah, all right, yeah. It was very good. Um, you might be able to get this. Who won the last ever South Wales derby? Swans, 3-0 at the Liberty. <laughs> well, I would have... I was actually going to say that. Yeah? yeah? Well, Matt, do you know why it was a significant match? It yeah. was in 2013, I believe. It was probably the first time they'd ever played each other since the last time they'd played. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, it's uncanny. I'm wrong. It do you was, know why it was... Uh, it was Gary Monk's first game. We it just was. sat Michael Laudrup. Yeah. It was Gary Monk's And no-one's ever done the double in the South Wales derby. And we'd lost in Cardiff. Right. So And we sort of rolled over. So, basically, we had to get rid of Michael Laudrup. Yeah. To yeah. save our sort of... All right. I'll give, you the, uh, I'll give you the point for that. Again, round. I should uh, think so. The score is currently 4-4. It's tight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> left Matt in the capable hands of Mr Keith Dover and I've got a present for Eddie Izzard so let's go and find him. Hello Eddie. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas mate. Merry crazy Christmas. <laughs> nice to Hi. see you. Very good nice to see you. See you. I've got your present. You've got a box I don't, and well, there's nothing in it. No there is no something thing. in it. Open it up and have a look. And it says Merry Christmas, Merry it does. Christmas, Merry Christmas. Now that's the big argument. Now you know how Merry Christmas or Happy Christmas. You know that that whole fight. I've never had that argument. That fight. It's a fight. It's not <laughs> physical. Sometimes you go, oh, you got, you got the Arsenal stuff. I did. But you don't, Come we, to the dark side. Yeah, but you don't, is that your team? Yeah. I didn't know you were is that my team? No, I didn't know because I didn't care. Because <laughs> if you weren't a Palace person, I didn't care. <laughs> They're sweatpants. My dad was an Arsenal supporter. And so and why did you end up as a Palace fan? Because my aunt, Auntie B, and I've got Auntie Beatrice. She. Uh, she did you make that up? No. What auntie, her name? Auntie B. Well, you know, people do have Auntie B. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Which I thought was Auntie B, letter B, but it's Auntie B-E-A. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she lived at 167 Whitehorse Lane. 
which is right by the, the <laughs> stand. By, by and, Crystal Palace. Yeah, oh, and so sweet. we were going to, um, we would visit them, and my mum died about 1968, but she was very close to Auntie B, and so we kept going to see Auntie B, and then Palace got into the first division in 69. Um, and when did you first go? 1969. Because we always used to from booting up. Anyway, forget that. No, but I, when he got it, we just go, go, Don, just we just go completely mad. In the everyone would just go, he's got. The and did ball. you have a school? Did you have a schoolboy section at Palace where you used to, uh, you know, no, no, space, no, or just stand with the adults and not see anything? No, I would be with with uh, with my uncle John. So we'd go up there and. And the family got my brother and my dad, and so we'd all. And, and do you still go? You still go to Palace? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of comics. There's a lot of comics support Crystal yes, Palace. Yeah. We've talked about this. I don't quite know why there's a Palace Joe Brown. Film directors and comics. What are the film directors? Uh, Paul Greengrass, I'm told. Oh, right. He's, a, he's a bit of a Palace He gave fan. me my first dramatic role. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. So That um, worked out well. You didn't get that at Palace. It, not just when you were there. Well, Kevin Davis has been a big fan, and. and and Joe Brand, Joe Brand, Sean Hughes, quite yeah, a few. Yeah, and I don't quite know why that is, but I've got this sort of uh, family link with, with Palace. And I, to I bizarrely told my dad that uh, that he, I might be turning up looking a bit like this, Dad, <laughs> after a Palace game. Yeah, at a Palace game, get a season ticket. He was cool about it. I mean, because I, I realised I couldn't say it during the Palace game because. Because you might go, you're a transvestite, eh? you know, in the in the game. At that, the game. That, so I love, I live for football. I live for football when I was a kid, and I played my greatest year of football. Uh, well, I've um, never seen you play. Seventy-three. You, you can so, play, can't you? So, uh, 74. Yeah, 74 was my last year, which is insanely long. That's ago. too long. I know. I know. Play. You can't pick it up now. But. Um, Mind you, no, you're fit, no, aren't you? no, but this is the thing, I am fit and I can play it, but when I do it, I go in like a 13-year-old, the 13-year-old that stops. Can't do that. And, now. I, and I and I break things. Yeah. I just I damage things. Don't, don't do also, that now. And also I've noticed actually the people you're playing against are all playing like they're, they're 13. Everyone's they're very grabby and this is important. Yeah. It isn't important, guys, anymore. <laughs> no. And when you see footballers and when, when you see like the stats and they say they've run 12 kilometers, do you just sit there and go, I, I can do that in the morning? No, because they're doing it the fast twitch. This is a fast twitch muscle thing. That is is the thing that makes you healthy. When I do the long distance endurance, like that doesn't actually do much. Huh. And it doesn't do much. You did 43 marathons did 43 in minutes, 51 didn't days. Do didn't do much. Whereas uh, they do think half an hour a day of start, start, stop it is, is better than. I, I want to ask you about the the, uh, the show. Uh, yeah. Is there a theme? Uh, the theme is uh, comedy. Uh, that's what I've found. That's a good theme. In, yeah, I know. I thought I put it in there. Well, I have toured Britain in the arenas before, but this is in a. This is in a. It's, a, it's, it's more intimate. Yeah, it's, it's much more intimate. It's Palestine. It's a great, you know, Cambridge it's a great Circus. Place. Um, we put on an extra week now, so we're doing five weeks there, and it's it's called Force Majeure Reloaded because it's it's. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, it, well, it's, it's, it's the fact that it's, I've changed stuff, I've it, it expanded, expanded certain bits, uh, taken out the weaker bits. Um, I've played 28 countries now, I've done it in four languages. It's in a very good place. Um, I've just got, uh, I've played Alaska, and I've played the Southern State, just Birmingham, Alabama, I've played there. And any, uh, any ambitions, I mean, anywhere you particularly like to take it that's uh, the oh, Middle well, East? Oh, Kathmandu. Well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to learn Arabic because I was born in, in Yemen, so I'm going to learn they Arabic. They could use a bit of comedy. Well, yes, well, you see, the, 
the, the people in the Middle East are like us, but you, all you hear about is extremists, and they are not like us. And how, how do they take to uh, transvesticism? Or tra being transgender. Um, uh, the, the groovy people are groovy with it, and the non-groovy people are non-groovy people with it. I mean, it's, it's permission to be cool, you see. In, in Britain, we have created a thing where um, people have permission or, or to be encouraged, they're encouraged to be cool, no. and people who are wanted to be really horrible to you are now in actively being encouraged, hey, don't do that, just live and let live. Yeah. And so we've got to a more groovy place. Uh, in other countries, they are le in a less groovy place on this. So it, it's like that, you know. We've, we've, you know, like extremist wars in religions. We used to that Catholic and Protestant. You look back at the Catholic. The Jews and never get involved in that. No, the Jews was. It was always a quiet time. <laughs> always in a <laughs> But you know, all these religious yeah, war yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a history of things. But it does calm down. We can get there if we are loose and groovy about things. And and football can save the world. That is my idea. It gives respect. Because people, the Arab Spring Revolution has happened because there was a lack of, people just couldn't get to a, a decent respect level because they, they, they had degrees but they couldn't have jobs because one person was running the country, there was no democracy, there was no chance of, of developing your life. Whereas football gives uh, self-respect to smaller countries, can be bigger countries, it's not a battle, no one dies at the end of the thing, it's, it's purely about talent and anyone can do it anyone can be world beaters football can save the world lovely way to end it eddie thank you very much for coming in uh, good to see you happy christmas happy christmas eddie izzard is on at the palace theater from the 18th of january yes for something like that. five weeks eddie if you if you I, I can never remember the start eddie izzard.com uh i've got to get back in the studio now uh see what keith Dover's dover's doing i've left him in charge he's probably burnt it down by now thanks eddie <laughs> Thank you. Eddie Izzard, ladies and gentlemen, a very close and personal friend. Anyway, uh, welcome back to Keith Dover and the football's on. And since uh, I've been hosting my show, we have won the British Comedy Award. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Been nominated for a BAFTA and an Emmy, and possibly we've got a good chance of the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Anyway, I'd like to say I think the best uh, president that all of people in football uh, have wanted... Uh, Keith, has, uh, Keith, excuse uh, me. Hello, what are you doing in my chair? And you are? <laughs> me? <laughs> me? I'm the ghost of Kiss Christmas present. Now, jog on, Keith. Out. Out. Yeah. Don't ah, don't I? What are you doing there? Come on, off you go. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Don't milk it, Connected Keith. with the guys. <laughs> With the guys. I don't know why they have him on anyway. Nobody likes him. <laughs> All the cameramen hate him. Even the makeup girls don't like him, do they? <laughs> Frankly, my bit's the best bit of the show. Anyway! So, let's get on with it. As Keith was saying, the Christmas present that all of football wanted has been delivered by Santa and his elves, or to give them their proper name, the FIFA Ethics Committee. <laughs> <laughs> Sepp Blatter and Michel Platini have been banned from all football-related activity for eight years, which means that Sepp Blatter will be 87 by the time he launches his re-election bid. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you didn't laugh at that because you think it might be true. Uh, <laughs> Matt, did you have any idea there was a FIFA Ethics Committee? <laughs> I mean, isn't it an amazing thing? What have they been doing up to now? Well, there's... You know, there's everyone, so many emails come in nowadays. <laughs> gets text messages. They haven't been up with it. You've got to do the Ocado order. I mean, they've been busy. <laughs> they've been very busy. By the way, I thought you were very cruel to that common little man. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> you 
That's right. See, <laughs> see he's got the common touch, yeah, isn't yeah. he? That's the thing. Yes. He knows how to connect with yes. people. Yes. Yeah. I haven't changed a bit. <laughs> um, I thought that was you are off. the set blatter of the panel yeah. there. Um, oh God, it's weird because the funny thing is their, their villainy is so overt, isn't it? Oh, it's so it's so overt. So it's just so strange that there's these kind of really villainous characters going. I don't know why everybody's looking at me. It's yeah, just it's hilarious. hilarious. They're just so guilty of everything. They're guilty of things they haven't even done. That's how guilty <laughs> yeah. they are. They are quite guilty. Yeah. I mean, there have been rumblings about his dodgy dealings since 1998. Yes. And he's been in the press probably every three months since I was at school. Did he just never think, Seth Blatter? It's, is it but me? also, the, the, culture, <laughs> the, the culture of FIFA is dodgy, because the guy Havalonge, is that his name? Yeah. Joe Havalonge. He was, brought him in, didn't he? I mean, he makes Blatter look like a saint, frankly. So, <laughs> so the culture of FIFA has been under question for a long time. It, it has, but it, I like the, all the denials. I, I might be suspended, but, but I'm still the president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you go, yeah. no, you're not. It's like a player going, I'm suspended, but I'm playing. I know. Yeah. No, no, you're not. You can't. He turned up with a plaster on his face as well. That, that, a, that was a rapper yeah. thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> there was a rapper who had a plaster on his face. And we had a mole removed. Do you think the moment when our comic friend uh, Simon Brockin threw the money at him, do you think that was the moment That's when everyone great, just actually. went, oh, it's done now? Yeah, it's just... It's... Or was it, the, uh, was it the corruption before? Well... <laughs> possibly, I don't know. I want, if, it's, if, 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 if Blatter leaves, the person I want to take over uh, is a guy called Tokyo Sex Whale. Yeah. Because that is the best. <laughs> it is a great name. It's a, it's a, yeah, but you just want him to take over because he's got a slightly funny name. Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, okay. It really is that simple. But, I mean, really, who can take over? I mean, generally. I, I mean, I think Judy Dench. Yeah. <laughs> I just, we, we all love Judy Dench. We do like Judy Dench. You know, I mean, she can be in charge of football, just, and that would be okay, wouldn't it? Yeah, we we all like Sheridan Smith as well. Let's have Sheridan those two. Smith. Yeah, we like A Judy yeah. Smith yeah. Dench combo. Yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give out the points for that round. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? For Tokyo's Sex Whale, I'm going to give the points to Ellis James. Uh, <laughs> Ellis. Ellis. Congratulations on saying a name and winning the <laughs> I must remember to say a name next time. It's five all, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Now, here at the Football Zone, we're not just all about the English Premier League, so we thought we'd do a quick round-up of what's happening in Europe. In Italy, things are very tight, but that's what happens when you change governments every ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're rather getting off the point. In Spain, it's between Real Madrid and Barcelona. Who'd have thought it, eh? <laughs> in Germany, Bayern Munich should have, should have the league sewn up by February. And in France, PSG have got the open-top bus parade booked for New Year's Day. Uh, now, one of the big events of the summer is the European Championships in France. As well as England, Wales and Ireland, Northern Ireland qualified. Uh, if there are any Scots not going on holiday, could you mind the shot while we're away? <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Scotland. Uh, Ellis, you're going, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Ellis has been going to quite a few of the qualifiers and he's a big Wales fan. You're yeah, going... I went to Wales, Israel, actually. You went to Wales, Israel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, OK. I filmed... I was filming uh, Doctor Who Christmas special, which is on today, and um, <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream for the Beban. So I was in, I was in uh, Cardiff for about ten weeks. Oh, yeah. And I was staying at the same hotel as the Wales squad, but we were just there back and forth. And so I became friendly with uh, Ian Mitchell, who's both Swansea and Wales' uh, psych full-time psychologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Full-time psychologist? Yeah, and, be, and have uh, well, a cup of tea idea. with... 
Chris Coleman in the bar often, oh and, and I would go, and so I went to the game. Yeah. That's rather Stayed top your story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were just going to go, yeah, I've been to a few games, it's been yeah, quite so good. I've become an honorary Welsh, Welsh <laughs> fan, so I hope I'm supporting Wales in the, in the European Championship. Oh, well, I'm, I think a lot of people are, actually, because we've loved the way Wales have qualified and played. Yeah. You know, Gareth Bale and the I mean, other... I don't know why I did that, like I could take any credit for it. <laughs> sort of... You cheered them on. Yeah. And Northern Ireland as well, by the way, let's not mm. forget Northern Ireland. I mean, you know, they've got an incredibly tough group. I think they're in with Ukraine and Germany and Poland, I believe. Uh, it's incredible. But still, for them to qualify, yeah. that, that, is, that is pretty pretty cool. Although they had, they had qualified for World Cups in 82 and 86. They so, did, you know, whereas Wales, since well, 1845... Yeah, yeah. ..was the last... I mean, the, the fax machine was the stuff of a madman's dreams in 1958 <laughs> when Wales qualified <laughs> for a tournament. Are you hopeful? Do you think you can get out of the group? I, I think, think you've got to play. Wales, England, what a game. So I mean, Wales is in the group, Wales, England, England Russia. Yeah. Slovakia and Russia. And Russia. Yeah. Okay. I, think we'll get, I'll th I think we'll get to the last 16. And then, if you get to the last eight... <laughs> what happens, by the way, sorry, what happens if Russia invades Slovakia before then? <laughs> Do we just have three teams in the group? Yeah, <laughs> well, as long as we all qualify, I don't care. You don't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah, OK. Uh, and, uh, and what about England? Just briefly about England. I mean, do you think... I mean, they qualified in a group of people who barely played football before, as far as I can tell. Yeah, they won... Did they win ten games? Ten games. Football. Ten games, letting three goals yeah. against... Rubbish teams, yeah. as far as I could tell. And uh, but is that, what does that mean for the the championships? Everyone looks good. I'm, uh, you know, I have to say, it, and, I, and this might be an unpopular opinion. I mean, I will be supporting Wales, but the truth is, I absolutely love club football, and I can't quite get it up yeah. for international football in the same uh, way. Yeah. I no, I, I, I sort of I understand. I, I sort and of... so I kind of, it's like it's sort of. I'm a bit like um, when someone says there's a rugby world's what rugby world cups on. I go, that's nice. I'm a bit like that with the, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit like that with the football. I mean, I think it's it's quite nice, but I watch it and I just I follow the fortunes of Arsenal players and former Arsenal players, yes. and I watch it. And my my main focus is Mesut Ozil, please don't get injured, and yeah. that's all I'm thinking. Yeah. And and Casola, don't get injured, and that's what I'm watching it for. Which and is, and for that alone, yeah. for that alone, I'm giving the points to Matt Lucas, oh, ladies sorry. and gentlemen. That's beautiful. I get the wind out of your sails. I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at our crystal ball and see if we can predict what's in store for next season. Uh, we've got a couple to start you off. Uh, well, here we are. Jamie Vardy to score a hat trick in England to win the Euros. <laughs> uh, I've realised we move very quickly into the realms of fantasy. Uh, how about Sepp Blatter becoming head of the World Bank? Do we <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad one, is it? Uh, oh, here's a ridiculous one. Here's a ridiculous one. Indulge me on this one. Aston Villa. To win a game, ah, yeah, <laughs> is that would that is that going to happen? Do you think? No, absolutely not. No, it's very possible. If Randy Lerner, Solomon's. I will give ten pounds to charity. That's the <laughs> sort of real talk I'm involved with. Uh, well, Randy Lerner, who owns Villa as well as the Cleveland Browns NFL team, has been trying to sell for a while, but the price has dropped from two hundred million to one hundred million, and he's now doing a two for one offer. Um, <laughs> Any other predictions for 2016? For I the... think, I mean, you know, there's been a lot of jokes at Chelsea's expense. Yeah. I think, I really think they will storm the championship next season. <laughs> yeah. <I really> do. <laughs> they could yeah. run away with yeah, it. Run away they? with it. I don't know if you, because Chelsea play Man United quite soon, and if they you are. told me that Mourinho would be manager of Man United and not Chelsea, which could happen. It could happen. I and think, I hope it happens. I just think I don't know. Rotherham are going to end up in the Bundesliga. They'll <laughs> win it. I think that. The, that's, uh, that's not going to happen. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, we have actually got some great holiday fixtures coming up. Let's have a look on, the, uh, on Boxing Day. Uh, these are the ones on Boxing Day. I mean, there's some decent ones here. Liverpool, Leicester. Can Leicester do it, by the way? Do you think they can do it, Leicester? 
No, that's, I think that doubt tells us all we need to know. Yes. Um, do you think they can? Yeah. Yes. Oh. But I don't think they will. But I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Very much. No, nice fence in yeah. that. Uh, Southampton against Arsenal, uh, which you're going to. No, I'm not going no, to. Not going. I'm you're going to watch. Uh, the... watch on telly. You're going to watch on the telly. Yeah. And then uh, on uh, two days I'm after that... Bourm I'm going to the Bournemouth. Uh, yeah, so I'll be there as well. There's some great games, actually, on, on that week. Um, Watford against Spurs should be a, a tremendous game. Leicester against Man City. On yeah, the Tuesday. Top of the table. <laughs> that top of the table clash. Yeah. I can't believe we're even saying that. And the live game on BT Sport is Manchester United against Chelsea. And I just hope that Mourinho comes out for Manchester United. And, uh... <laughs> that would be amazing. Not comes you, mean, out. Not... you mean to get Mourinho in time for that? For that game. Oh. That would just be beautiful, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Then... What we all I'm looking at the Chelsea fan now. You're not so keen. Uh, I, by the way, I'll just say, I reckon... I still don't think it's over. I reckon at some point Mourinho will be back at Chelsea. <laughs> I genuinely think that. <laughs> for I a genuinely third think. Go. Yeah. I that do. is it for. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. That's it for the Christmas edition of the Football's On. Yes. <laughs> and the winner, 6 5, is Matt Lucas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> sorry. Oh, oh. sorry. Many thanks. Many thanks to our guests, Eddie Izzard, Matt Lucas, Ellis James, and Keith Dover. We'll be back on January the 13th, straight after Liverpool take on Arsenal Anfield. And we'll be joined by Josh Whittacombe. Happy Christmas and a happy new year. Thanks for watching. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.